Hey, this this is Dean Venture. Uh, you're listening to the Elijah Bailey Show, and uh, it's it's Oklahoma's favorite podcast. Go Team Venture! The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Blackened Studios, Oklahoma's premier podcast production company. If you have passion, drive, motivation, and want to have your own podcast, send them an email at podcast at blackenedstudios.com. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Blackened Studios. Remember, it's Blackened. The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by... Bailey Martial Arts Institute. If you're looking for a martial arts school that focuses on core family values that's affordable and has quality, competent instruction, then go down to 2201 West Edmond Road, Oklahoma, 73003, and see Mr. Elijah Bailey himself. And three, two, one. And I am back. This is Elijah Bailey. And as you hear, you don't hear any laughing in the background, no deep sighs or breaths. And I know it seems like Richard is never here for the show. And that is true again today. He had some car trouble. Uh, his dad, Poncho, is picking him up, hopefully bringing him up here to the studio. Uh, lost radio contact with my uh, number one ace in the sky, Richard. So if he shows up, uh, that'll be made, like really majorly appreciative I'll, I'll love him forever or at least until the next episode but if he doesn't then we'll rock this one solo with our special guest today uh thank you guys for following us on patreon and making sure to subscribe follow whatever you're doing all your contributions are uh pleasantly exuberantly appreciated uh, there's not any other form in the world where we can say, hey, this is our content, this is what we're creating, this is what we like, and for you guys to donate a dollar, three dollars, doesn't matter. If you donate 50 cents, all that money is appreciated and goes right back into the show, into the equipment, into uh, gifts and giveaways for you guys, into better quality things, even into partnerships with other businesses because we don't want to just take something from someone else. We want to make sure that there's a lot of reciprocity going between both of us. So thank you guys for following Patreon. And if you're not, go right now, www.patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show with the W. With that being said, we have a legend. We have an icon in the building. We have a, a man with four dicks. Now, if you listen to the Red Sticks to Go and Corral podcast, they had two dicks. He has four. What does he do with them? Well, we'll find out right now. The Elijah Bailey Show starts right now. by himself yet again i wish richard taplin was here but he couldn't be here he's got car troubles he's out on the road he's lost he's without his compass you know he only has one wing so he can't fly around he's just hopping on one leg going in circles but today again like i said the man with four dicks and he will use each one of them to save your life he's a cut above the rest we have with us the paramedic slash firefighter ty How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Oh, you hear that voice. <laughs> Women just cream themselves and men oh. shot a load. Oh, my gosh. It, it happens. Congrats to them. Yes, congrats to them. <laughs> so, so thanks for coming on the show today. Absolutely. Thanks for having we've me. Been, we've been talking about this for how long now? Oh. Uh, two, three months. Yeah. It's been a, a while. while. It's been a while. <laughs> finally doing it, though. Finally, yes. Most of it was on my part trying to get the schedule right and and then making sure the studio and everything is presentable enough to have you on the show. Because, <laughs> uh, you like to spend a lot of time in places. Yeah, <laughs> quite I do. <laughs> uh, but before we get started, so my audience gets to know you, because I know you pretty well. We have a lot of laughs. We have a lot of conversations. You, yeah. me, and Jeff <laughs> about certain <laughs> oh, things gosh. that go on at the, at the gym. <laughs> but tell people a little bit about you. Where are you from, and how did you grow up? And you know, um, I grew up here in Oklahoma City. I went to PC North High School. Oh, sorry about that. I know it's <laughs> it's actually a horrible name now. It used to be great. Now mm-hmm. it's just you go back there and it's a whole different school. Yeah. It's horrible. As with the rest of the generation, the, <laughs> the Jacobs of the world. <laughs> oh, my gosh, absolutely. 19 and below. But So, PC North, did you yeah. play sports? I did. I played ice hockey growing up. I started whenever – my dad basically started me whenever I could start walking. Nice. Put me on the ice, and ever since then, 
Loved the sport. Loved so, it. I played center for the Junior Blazers. Okay. Uh, Capitals. And we traveled all the time. So I never did play for a school because our schools here in Oklahoma don't have ice hockey. Exactly, yeah. But uh, I played at Arctic Edge and what used to be the rink in Bethany and then yeah. Blazers Ice Center in Norman. Did you ever think about figure skating? I tried. You did? I did. See? See? It <laughs> I goes hand do in it. hand. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Why? Just uh, not a balance? Yeah, or just... I had zero balance for that. So you just played hockey and beat up people? I did. I only beat up like two people. That That's two people more than most people that are listening to the show. Yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, maybe the second time it was mutual. We both got knocked out pretty good. Hey, that's the way... That's the way People want to discredit hockey, and I knew from a very young age from watching Wayne's World, it was a great, <laughs> great sport. Yeah. But when you, like, not even volunteer, but when you take the actions that throw down your stick and take off your gloves and say, you know what, I'm going to whip your ass, mm-hmm. that's a tough sport. It is. It is tough. Yeah. I think the only thing, I mean, golf is challenging. I think the the deal that's really tough about golf is, like, wearing those hats and not going bald. I think that's yeah, what it is, yeah. putting the hats on all exactly. the time, just rubs that hair down. Oh, but, no. But hockey, there's, there's much respect there. So there were, what position did you play? I played center. Were you the Were you a goon at all? Did they ever want you to be the goon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you lose any teeth? Are you, those are no, all yours. No, I have great teeth. Yes, you have all great, your teeth. All they, my teeth. That, when we take pictures, folks, go to the Elijah Bailey Show page on Facebook or f- visit us on Instagram and Twitter at Elijah Bailey Show without the W, and you'll get to see lovely pictures of Ty. <laughs> right? We can take pictures, right? Absolutely. Okay. Just making sure. I yeah. don't want your chief to come after me and be like, I d- d- said no fucking pictures. <laughs> now. He'll come to me first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you got to take that shit down. Yeah. So from hockey, what, what else happened throughout school? What was your degrees your majors what was your focus well what kind of got my career going i was actually um i never intended to actually make a career Mm -hmm. in ems or fire of any sort um i was actually wanting to go to school i actually had um scholarship for hockey to go to uco and then also i got one from ou um uco is better we all know that uco was great yeah. i i really wanted to um i was actually going to sign with them they had one of the better uh hockey teams and scholarship i mean it was great i, I didn't have to pay anything except for probably two books Man. i know it was great yeah. <laughs> um and that was whenever i was 17 and that was my junior year and i was going into my senior year well that summer i was going to grand lake and that's usually where my family goes and we all go out there and go wakeboarding uh, spend time at the lake. Well, at that time there was a huge fish problem. So anytime that there was, you know, you're on a wake or you're on a board, you're on a tube or anything like that, yeah. and you start seeing a lot of fish jumping up. Uh, they advised you and warned you to, um, <laughs> to what? <laughs> to stop, to stop yeah. what you're doing. Um, just let go and, you know, just free. Yeah. Just be free. Yeah. Just be yeah. free. Cause the thing is, is whenever those fish were coming up, that means that there was a big fish following them. Mm. And so if a big fish came up, it's been known to put holes in the boats, flatten tubes yeah. and stuff like that. Well, mine happened so quick. I don't even really remember it. I was on the wakeboard and I probably was on there for three minutes or so. And my dad had to describe it cause I forgot everything that happened. Yeah. So, he saw the fish start jumping, and they start yelling, get out, or let go, let go. And then all of a sudden, my board snapped from a mm-hmm. fish actually coming up and snapping it in half. Yeah. Uh, made me white out. One of my, you know, on wakeboards, if some of you guys don't know, your feet are attached to the board. Uh, so my left foot came up whenever I went down, and it knocked me in front of my head. Mm. And then the other one, I whiplashed back, and it came up and hit me in the back of the neck. Dang. So... I was actually passed out, out cold in the middle of the water, and luckily I was actually face up, so that was a good thing. Um, ended up being taken to shore, had had to get life flighted out, um, had a paramedic fire, uh, everybody was there trying yeah. to you know get me to wake up and trying to see what was going on. Um, next thing I know, I'm in the hospital. So my memory stopped once I was actually walking out to the lake and yeah. then waking up in this hospital room with Man. things all over and me. how much time passed in between there 76 hours wow yeah that's it crazy was, yeah i was so scared i woke up and i was just like, shuddering everywhere I? Yeah. yeah i was freaking out 
And so basically the doctor told me um, you're going to be bed rested for a while. You have a serious neck injury, uh, head injury, major concussion. Um, <clears throat> you're lucky. Basically he said you're lucky you're not blind the way that you got hit. Um, my vision was a little blurry at first, but it wasn't, you know, that was, that was the least of my worries. Yeah. Everything else. I just, I could barely move my body. And, uh, he said, you know, you will regain strength, uh, but you're probably not going to be able to ever play hockey again. Yeah. And so that was the turning point and everything just kind of shut down. And I, you know how you go into those doubting moments. You're like, no, I can do it. I'll get through all this and. I'm fine. Make my way back. Yeah, Yeah, I'll make my way back. And I tried so hard and hard and hard over and over again, and I just I couldn't. You know, my whole body just would shut down in minutes. I wasn't able to keep my breath. I wasn't able to concentrate on something without passing out. And so it was. It was one of the hardest times of my life. And then one of those moments where I'm like, okay, I have to accept the fact that I'm not ever gonna be able to play this again. And so. I, all my uh, scholarships got canceled from UCO. Uh, OU didn't even look at me. Um, everything just went down the shitter, basically. Yeah, yeah. Was, and that, that sucks because I've had deals where uh, knee, shoulder, wrist or something gets messed up. And I've had doctors tell me that, like, oh, you'll never be able to do this again or you should stop doing that or whatever. And you're like, man, I can't see my life without doing this. And so right. having to refocus and find that other path, how would you make that transition? Um. Very slowly, uh, there was that that whole time. I that's all I knew. Yeah. Hockey was all that I knew, and you know, I I'd grown up and I'd always wanted to be. I dressed up as a firefighter. I dressed up as a doctor. Like I always mm-hmm. wanted to be that. Yeah. But I really never intended on actually doing, doing it. it. Yeah. So um, that wasn't even my first choice. I though the one thing that really kept me going was just staying in sports. And so I started talking to my sports medic back at high school. Her name's Erin Herman, one of the best sports medics, literally. I think she's ranked. That's nice. <laughs> uh, but she is one of the best uh, sports medics in the state they of Oklahoma. She took care of you and helped you along yeah. the way. Yeah, she raised me up. She showed me, you know, the nits and tricks, the everything. Um, basically, it kind of got me started in the medical-type profession. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go to school to actually be sports medic. Um, so just be the sports trainer, like on the sidelines, I always wanted to be on the sidelines. So that'd be kind of cool. Take care of the players and stuff. Um, got part of the way through it and she came up to me and she was like, I gotta be honest with you. This isn't for you. And (laughs) so when I heard that, I was like, Oh man, this is something else. I was like, man, this is not good. And she's like, Oh no, 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 not like that. You're, you're doing good, but you're too much of an adrenaline junkie to do this job because yeah. this is you know you, you can only like do so much back, yeah yeah you only you can only do so much you're basically comfort care until real help comes and i'm like oh real yeah. help i'm not real <laughs> help <laughs> and so she's like how about you go and try uh ems and i had no idea what that stood for i was yeah. like as most of us don't <laughs> yeah i was like what does that mean she's like emergency medical services and so i was like uh so like an ambulance person she's like yeah an emt and i was like oh Okay, that's kind of weird, but I mean, you know, what the heck, it sounded yeah. kind of cool. And I went through it, and I absolutely loved it. That was the one time in school that I made perfect grades. Mm, nice. <laughs> because nice. I was so, I know, and it wasn't perfect by any means. There was like, there were some times I'm like, uh, I don't know. What, what the, the hell this is? Yeah, I was like, what the hell am I getting into? Yeah, especially anatomy. That was the worst for me. Mm. But Good old anatomy. Yeah, it was, ugh, <laughs> every bone. Love it. But... Um, I made it through and started with our ambulance service out here with IMSA mm-hmm. and loved it. I, I loved helping people. That's probably one of the best things that I love doing is just being able to be there, um, in given situations, uh, any kind of circumstances, you know, these people are having the absolute worst day of their life. Yeah. You know, nobody calls 911 just because they want to talk, unless you're a five-year-old trying to figure out what 10 minus 2 <laughs> is, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, I I just I love being there for people that had nothing, that they have nothing else to do. They have they don't know what else is what else to do, and the only thing that they can do is call for help. And so I always had that mentality of wanting to be there for somebody. Even before, you know, EMS and all that kind of stuff, 
I would always be there for my friends. They had nobody else to go to. They needed help. They were yeah. depressed. I always wanted to be there for somebody. And so it just kind of ran in my blood. And I think that's why I love it so, so much, much is because yeah. I just have such a heart for people. Yeah. And you can tell. I mean, when you're at the gym, you're sitting around talking, listening <laughs> to people's problems. You're like, ah, I can get this workout, but keep going. Yeah. Uh, let's do this real quick. Let's take a quick pause for the cause, and we'll come back, and we'll finish this epic story. And, awesome. and trying to find out how Ty does this with four dicks. <laughs> Hey, this is Mike Stojic with the Make It A Double Podcast. We talk everything booze, spirits, history, mixology, and the people and stories that make it all great. You can find us on Facebooks. You can find us on the Instagrams. You can find us on the uh, the Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere, all the podcasting platforms. We're going to do it. This is Aubrey, Mike, and Monica with Psychometric Studios Interactive, an independent game development company where we make your cognitive wheels turn. Look for us on Facebook at Psychometric Studios, Twitter at PSI underscore LLC, and our website at psychometricstudios.com for teasers, trailers, info, and upcoming projects. Uh, and we are back talking to Mr. Four Dicks himself. <laughs> Still trying to find those. Uh, they Sometimes they hide. Sometimes they hide. And that's not, it's not a bad thing. No, but they're when you, just scared. Yeah, just scared. Scared of your essence, your presence. <laughs> but <laughs> going back to uh, loving what you do and, and talking to people and, and listening to their problems and trying to help them, uh, what kind of stress does that develop? Um, cause there's some people that you just can't help. Yeah. There's some things you can't do. So how do you cope with that? Um, actually I did not know how to cope with it for a while. Um, getting into it, I was actually put whenever I first started, um, I made really, really good friends with one of the higher up paramedics that mm-hmm. work with IMSA. And he was probably one of the most trusted paramedics there. And so he was always given, those situations, those areas that are hot spots because they knew and trusted that he could deal with those situations. Well, they put me with him Mm -hmm. and I was like, I (laughs) like if I was given a situation right now, I probably wouldn't even know, put a bandaid on a cut, you know, I'd be like, let's get like, let's get needles. Let's, I don't know (laughs) what to do, you know? (laughs) Uh, but you know, put being put with him, I was put in situations that tested me, that pushed me to do things that I've never done before, yeah. to deal with things that I've never seen before. Um, and, you know, with that, there's a lot of things that you arrive at. There's a lot of things that you come encounter with or interaction with different people that you can't help them. The only thing yeah. that you can do is just be there, care for them. them. Yeah, and care for them and, you know, just... You know, talk to them in a way that you're not trying to over-trump them. You're not trying to make the situation, make it better. You're just yeah. trying to be there for that person. Mm-hmm. And um, some of those situations stuck with me for a long time. You know, there's a car accident a while. My first car accident that I ever worked, um, there was a child in the back seat who yeah. had snapped its neck in mm-hmm. its car seat. And I didn't see the baby in there. And whenever I went to go open one of the side doors to see if we can get in there, I saw the baby just looking at me. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you could tell that stared right at you. And it made me, it messed me up so much. And I actually dealt with that for quite a while. Mm -hmm. And even though there wasn't anything that we could do, there was absolutely zero that we could do. Um, In a way, sometimes, you know, just things creep up in you to you and just be like, well, you could have gotten there faster. Yeah. Or you could have, you, you know. You could have done something. You could what have. You start feeling. Exactly. And it's just, it's one of those things that, you know, you, it's it's not one of those things that you can actually control. It's just one of those things that just hits you. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, yeah, maybe I should have. Or maybe I should have done this. Or maybe I could have at least tried or something. But, you know, along the way, you, you're, you're given these people that have been through plenty yeah. of what you're just now going through. And for me, I also went to church, uh, went to life church mm-hmm. out here in the city and I had a mentor out there and he talked through with me a lot of stuff. And there's yeah. some things I just couldn't tell him. Um, but I had a huge support system and I yeah. still do today. Um, 
just talking me through situations and, you know, getting me through those times where I'm just like, okay, I had, I felt like I should have done something or I felt like it's my fault. I felt like I could have done more and I just, I can't get the visions out of my head. Mm -hmm. And I, countless people have been there for me. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what I, I I love that. I love the fact that there's always somebody there for me whenever I need it and vice versa because they always know that I'm not, I'm going to be there for them. But it means so much more that even though they have not a clue what's going on, because exactly. I don't, you know, for me, I don't want to tell everybody what's going on because I don't want that in their head. Yeah. And so it's really nice for them to understand that and then still bear with me and walk me through yeah. and just be there for me. So that's what's actually really helped me. It's just that group of people that you love and trust. Yeah. And, and I wanted to ask a question because, uh, I told Richard that you were coming on the show, and it was one of his questions. I think I asked this of you and uh, Tim and a couple other people that are uh, firefighters, but the what's the worst thing that you've had to would see or deal with? Um, like Because when we talked, we went like most disgusting and then the worst, like most traumatic mm-hmm. that you could talk about. The Probably the most traumatic I've ever really had to deal with, and I've, I remember – people used to ask me that all the time and I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hate, you know, one of those things that you just, you don't like to think about. Yeah. Um, but I've actually gotten to the point where, you know, I can actually talk about it. Um, it was a child who was struck by a vehicle mm-hmm. and this child was only, I'd give or take, I think he was about 13 or 14. Right. can't remember his age. Um, but his mom actually hit him. Mm. He was riding his bike. At, he, she was looking for him at night, yeah. and he was riding his bike, and she smacked right into him and struck him on a tree mm. and crushed yeah. him. And the just the horror of having to be there, um, for the way that he was hit, the way that he was crushed in, if you were to move the vehicle, he would die yeah. immediately. There's just there's nothing you could do except just be there and comfort him. Mm-hmm. Um having to deal with that, having to deal with the mother that struck her own child, looking for him, trying to get him home. Um, That was one of those moments where my job really got surreal Mm -hmm. because she's screaming, she's yelling. She's, she's like, help me, help me, please help my kid. I didn't mean to do this. I love my kid. I would never want to do this. And she just hates herself. She's blaming herself. And then she wants us to help. And knowing that you can't help is one of those things. It's like, how do I explain this to her? And this is whenever I was, you know, fairly new. I was still about three months, four months in, Mm -hmm. give or take. Um, And I had no idea what to do. I just, all of a sudden I just broke down and I actually ran off and I didn't run away, but I just kind of yeah. went off on the side and I actually threw up because yeah. I just, I've never seen a situation like this Man, and it's completely overwhelming. It was, it really was. And you know, you don't get those very often. Um, a lot of people think that we, every single day it's something traumatic and it's really not. Most of the time it's like going to a nursing home and picking up an old person that can't get off the toilet, you yeah. know? So it's, yeah. <laughs> um, but you do get those times where you really do have to use your skills, and you love that. You love that the fact that you get to use your skills, you get to do what you're trained for. Yeah. Um, but there's also those times where everything that you were trained to do, you can't do anything yeah. just because there's nothing you can do. And so once they pulled the vehicle away from the child, once the mother and the child finally you know, said their last, she stood right next to him, and when they pulled the vehicle away, she caught him, and we stayed there with her, and you know, watch, yeah. watch their boy pass. Um, that was probably the hardest thing. Cause that was the first time I'd ever seen somebody pass away. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, this is my job. Yeah. This is what I'm going to have to deal with. This is what, at some point I'm going to have to do something like this again. And it bothered me for the longest time. Um, I remember going to bed and just crying, like just thinking of things like, well, yeah. what if we did this? And then, well, what if we did this? And it was something new every single night. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it got to the point where I'd have night terrors mm. and just scared to do my job because I felt like I was failing. I felt like I was a failure because mm. I just could not do anything about it. And many times I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give up. I can't do this job. It's not for me. This was That was too much. And, you know, there's a lot of just so many voices in my head telling me, you've this is not for you. Yeah. Like you're not good enough for this. Like this is not, you're not put out for this. And 
finally, you know, I got some help because it was getting horrible. I was mm-hmm. not sleeping. I was throwing up. I wasn't eating. Yeah. I was just, I hate it. I started, and I hate, I've been getting to hate my life. Yeah. And it was, you know, with that and then other things that were just kept piling on. And, uh, yeah, I actually, I almost, <laughs> I almost stopped this whole career path because yeah. of that. And, it's, see, and that's something that most people don't understand. They just think, oh, well, why do we have firefighters? Where's the fire at? Uh, it's not summertime. It's not this. But there's a lot of stuff that you guys handle. Paramedic, firefighter, mm-hmm. I mean, police officers. There's a lot of stuff that they go through that uh, you can't. How can you train somebody for that? And then the repercussion of that day in and day out and yeah. changing, physically changing you. Like, I don't want to eat. I don't want to sleep. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But people see stuff for the surface. That's why, like, for my other podcast, Hoya the Warrior Way, we don't just say warriors or martial artists or fighters or military. It's anybody that has to mental that's mentally taxed by doing a job that no a service that nobody else wants to do whether it's a single mother mm-hmm. having to do that job that's stressful having to work two or three jobs and take care of that kid right and for you to have to see these different dynamics with a mother and her son as he passes or i mean it could the, the baby mm-hmm. that, that stuff is just tremendously stressful and straining on the consciousness but yet you're still here doing this job so what what led to you continuing down this path um, actually, it was more along the lines of wanting to get away from EMS. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be on the ambulance anymore. And I was like, you know what? I want to start, be, I want to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm a kid again. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you got to think at this point I was 19 okay. and also all this was happening between well, how 18, old are you now? I'm 23, 23, yeah. such a baby. I know, I know. <laughs> it. <laughs> and so I began my trek on becoming a firefighter. And I also heard, at, and at that time I was just EMT, and so at that time I was like, you know, looking into it and looking at Oklahoma City and all this, and they're like, well, if you want, you can go get your paramedic too, and you'll actually get paid more. So I was like, huh, why not, yeah. you know? And so, <laughs> you know, I'll just have that title, be a paramedic. They don't have ambulances. I don't have to work on one. I'll just, you know, I'll just be there, yeah. <laughs> just getting paid more. So I went to go get my paramedic, which took me uh, a couple of years but before that, I actually went to go get my fire and got that done. And I was actually fired before I actually became a paramedic. Okay. So, and what was nice is I got reimbursed for it. Mm. It was really nice. I know. <laughs> They're like, we value you. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is great. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. And uh, I, I really wanted to be a firefighter um, just because I was always wanting to be the first one on scene. Yeah. And, you know, for us, we were always the last <laughs> when we were on the ambulance. We were always last. So, um, I always wanted just to be there and I wanted to do action. I always wanted just to be like, I get to stand in front of this burning building and watch it. Like, this is so cool. Yeah. Not knowing that you actually have to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my thing. I got there and whenever I was at Proby, it was absolutely horrible. I did all the nasty work. I was mm-hmm. so gross. I had to clean the <laughs> toilet with fresh crap in it. I had to clean the rigs with a lot of stuff on it. Um, Constantly a gopher, constantly doing things for people, <laughs> sitting on my hands and knees as a footrest for my chief, yeah. just because he wanted to. <laughs> but you know, we do that all in joking. We we have so much fun at the station. It's it's really fun. I love it. That's nice. What about uh, one of my questions? Is always a question: is uh, chili cookoffs? Chili cookoffs. Yeah, like any kind of food. How's the food? The food is. Awesome. Yeah. And so, we actually, we don't do chili. We do lasagna. Mm, lasagna cook-off. So we do it once a year. There are three foods I love. <laughs> chili dogs because of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> lasagna because of Garfield. Mm-hmm. And then when I could figure out that you could take the chili off of the hot dog and just eat chili, boom. That's the three combo right there. Right lasagna, there. chili dogs, and chili. Oh, it's so good. So you guys do lasagna. Mm-hmm. What is the best lasagna that you've had? It's going to sound so weird to people, but squirrel. Okay, okay. Squirrel I did lasagna. not expect that. So yeah. squirrel lasagna. It was uh it had squirrel, pepperoni, um I believe sausage. But oh yeah, my, why not? Just throw it uh, oh my god. And they made their homemade uh parmesan sauce. Okay. And then you know they did the normal then do you partake and do some of this cooking, or you just eat? Um, if I did, I went to Walmart, and I got the <laughs> Stouffer's. <laughs> There's nothing said, wrong with Stouffer's. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know what? They they actually recognize it a lot because they're like, dang, this is really good. And I'm like, I actually just took it out of the box, and, and I put it, it in a pan, 
And on 400 yeah. for an hour and a half yeah. or so. Yeah. I'll put in work. Yeah, yeah. That, that is <laughs> enough work right there. Yeah. Uh, so besides the, the fact that there's awesome food, mm-hmm. um, what has been something that's been challenging since you switched over? Being in the fire department? Yeah. Um, I think a challenge is really um, new experiences. Mm-hmm. That would be probably one of my, my hardest ones is, you know, not being – not being able to do my job sometimes is frustrating. Frustrating, um, and sometimes it's it has to do with fitness level. You know, I'm still working my way up. Uh, you know, before I actually went into well, a little bit after EMS, I was actually cleared by my doctor from that wakeboarding accident to yeah. actually work out. And, and how long have you been working out? Uh, I've been working out for three years now, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it, it's nothing short of a miracle to be able to actually go in there, work out, yeah. lift weights, whenever I was always told I'll never be able to do it again. Yeah. So um, I take every single day just by miracle. I take it every day by love. I'm like, you know what? This is awesome. I have a second chance to do something. I'm not going to fuck it up. I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, I want to use this. And so I do my best. I, I really do. And I, you know this. I go to the gym. I talk to people for yeah. An hour, two, and then I work out. I do work out. Yes, you do. <laughs> I very do. Slowly, very, very slowly. Very slowly. I work my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go in there with the mindset that everybody else does. Yeah. I don't walk in there mad. I like exactly. Smiling. I like to enjoy hey, it. Yeah. yeah. Why not? You know. Uh, so, but I do. I work out, <laughs> even though people don't see it. But I think one of the challenging parts is just that labor of having to know that you have to be able to move major objects. You have to withstand. You know four hours, five hours, six hours of hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a fire, like we'll say like a normal house fire, um, you're probably putting out the fire for probably about 45 minutes. Yeah. That's putting out the fire. Now the rest of it, you're doing salvage and overhaul. Mm-hmm. So now you're pulling things out. You're making sure hot spot sweep ups. You're trying to find, you know, the cause of the fire. And that's a lot of work. You yeah. know, you're hauling out these couches. You're hauling out, Big old whatever they are. Yeah. You don't know what they are because they're the just burned. Yeah, you're just <laughs> pulling everything out. And uh, that's a lot of work. And a lot of people don't really know that we actually do that. They think we just get there and put out the fire and, and we're like, leave. peace. Yeah. you know. <laughs> but we actually do. We do a lot of work after. And it takes a lot, a lot of energy, a lot of cardiac, a lot of just determination to be like, all right, if we get this done, we're going to go home and eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what's on our mind. It's always food. So they're they are right about that. We love food, <laughs> but uh, it is a lot of work. And then you know, whenever you you're faced with the something that you just you weren't ready for, you know, say like it's a car accident mm-hmm. and it's really bad. It's rolled over, or it's it's in a position where you're just like, how are we going to get this person out? Or you know, or you're just trying to think of what what am I going to do? And uh, that's what I love is everybody will come together instead of you just thinking. You got brotherhood of people saying, all right, let's like, do this, yeah. let's do this. Since it's like this, how about we do this? And there's always minds collaborating. And then, you know, we always that's have good. that chain of command. You know, we have our chief that's been through all of this. He's amazing, super smart. And, yes, I'm saying this because he might hear this. <laughs> so <laughs> I might get a promotion from this. Um, but, you know, it's that, that order that we have. And then to be able to trust each other. Like, hey, let's do this. We got this. Just stay with me. Stay on my back. Let's yeah. get this done. You know. Now, now I did have a question. Have you had the the? I guess it's not a pleasure, but have you had the uh, chance to use one of those uh, jaws of life yeah. gimmicks? Okay, so how? <laughs> oh that? yeah. Oh, it's I'm, fun. Oh, it's so easy. <laughs> That's probably the easiest thing to use. It is. <laughs> yeah. What's the hardest piece of equipment that you have to use? The hardest piece of equipment? Oh. Oh, I don't know. Our equipment's really it's. It's not that complicated. I yeah. mean, it's <laughs> there is a couple. There's like you know stabilization stuff like that, like stabilizing vehicles. Mm-hmm. We call it. We have rescue jacks. Um, yeah. Learning how to use it. Um, and but there's you know we we have chainsaws like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. We have uh, still got the axes. Got yeah, we do. So, we do have axes. Now, yeah. Did you see the episode or not episode? Well, I guess it was an episode of uh, was it Jimmy Kimmel where Jason Momoa was drinking and throwing the axes? Is that something that you guys do? <laughs> Uh no. Okay. I was hoping. I was hoping that I might get it to be like I might give this a try if I get to drink it though axes. But no throwing axes. No, no. Usually we're throwing knives. Okay. Yeah. Knives no, we're not. Is, but. Uh, knives, is, knives is just as good. Hey, it is. So 
after all this and after you've headed home to eat, uh, you're also a musician, right? I am. So what instrument do you play and then how well <laughs> can you come up here and play something for us? Yeah, I actually oh. play the acoustic guitar and I sing. Oh. I know. I used how to actually come, worship. How come I did not know this? Well, I don't express it all the time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so a singer and a songwriter. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the songwriter part. <laughs> I've made some songs, but it's never, it's, it never took off. So, so this is what I'm inferring. The, the acoustic guitar and the singing is just for the ladies, right? Just the little, yeah. right in front of the Absolutely. fireplace. It, well, yeah. It, I like being outside, so it's got to be the fire pit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got that. Yeah. So, what what is one of your favorite songs to play? And when did you get started playing the acoustic guitar? Um, I got I started playing actually the bass guitar mm. at first, and so and that's the soul music. Right yes, because as soon as you said <laughs> that, I thought of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, Red and White. Just... But I, and I didn't understand really how to play the bass. And if you guys are listening, and you don't know what I look like. I'm white. So <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I was listening to punk rock and stuff like that because mm-hmm. that's. That's what guitars are used for. Yeah. They're to play rock music. Yeah. So, and then I actually tried to, I tried jazz. Okay. A couple okay, times, I but like it was not successful. It was not, it was, uh. <laughs> they told me I'm put white. It, put it, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. You, like, yeah. Hey, um, we didn't know if you knew this. Yeah, exactly. But you're sorry. white. Oh, dang, yeah. I just found that out. <laughs> Darn. And then, so that led to the acoustic? That uh, the, It led to the electric guitar. Ooh. And so I started okay. doing that. And so was, multifaceted over here. Yeah. And then once I, I kind of drifted away from that, just because I, I hate it setting up. I'm so lazy. <laughs> like, I mean. <laughs> the like, bucket is strong. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'll go out there and I will fight a fire. I will drag somebody out of a house. I'll do anything. But I will not do work that does not need to be done like it's just <laughs> that's one of those uh, things like i give enough energy i'm saving up my energy that's what it is go. i'm there saving my energy for that for the importance yeah got gotcha. you but i hate it like having to hook it up trying to find the right tune for it and setting it up all the time keep tuning because that thing just kept untuning mm. and i was like i'm done and so i was like how about i get an acoustic you know girls there like that they really do they're like oh my god he's yes. singing me a song and it's so soft and cute yes you know so i actually went over to that and that was the reason why okay I like it was that. Just because I motivation really, right? motivation yeah and then i actually started uh playing at a church um for the Yukon. ladies well for jesus okay <laughs> but, but jesus made the ladies but so jesus made girls technically it's yeah, all exactly. for jesus yeah yeah exactly exactly and you're playing out at yukon uh, I did. Yeah, I played at Discovery Church out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 66. You still play out there or Uh no, I don't. I that was a little while ago. Yeah. You Somebody like... stole my guitar. Oh, I was so I say. actually don't have a guitar anymore. Oh, yeah, that's why That sucks, man. Oh, I know. I know it stinks. Was it a girl? Uh, no. Okay. I don't know who stole it. Somebody broke in my car and stole it. It's probably a girl. It probably was. Like you like... took you went through Yukon, took all the girls there. You you yeah. you drained it and you were going Ex- to another church and Exactly. Well, I mean you were playing for Jesus and then you went yeah. to another church and then they stole it because yeah. you left them. Yeah, I without, guess maybe without, yeah. without your kid. I guess Jesus said no more. That's right. <laughs> but it'll it'll make its way one day it'll be sitting on your doorstep with a bow wrapped around red bow. Oh man. Like Jesus needs you back. Oh yes. That'd actually be pretty cool. <laughs> make sure it's a tailor. Okay. If anybody does that. Okay. Yeah. 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 And if you even Hint. think about it, just like ask me my address. There we go. I'll just give you my address for no reason. And I'll <laughs> act like I have no idea why. <laughs> with that being said, let's take a quick pause for the cause and we'll be right back awesome. to finish up this amazing interview with Firefighter Ty. Firefighter is that what Ty. the girls call you before we go to break? They just call me the firefighter. Oh. <laughs> is, is there a calendar in the works? You know? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Be, we'll be right back from this break. Thank you for downloading this episode. You're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, or whatever podcasting library you're listening to this show on. Please rate and review. Those reviews and ratings help us tremendously. We thank you. Yeah, 
Yes, we do thank you so much for downloading the show. For everybody that goes to iTunes all over the world, uh, big shout out to you, Canada, UK, Finland, Norway, Denmark is stepping up their game. Thank you, Australia. Um, and then we had one more. Oh, the Federation of Russia came back to us. And we, when we say big followings, it's more than 20 listeners in that country. Everywhere, Everybody else around the world is listening, so thank you guys. And then in the U.S., I have to give a shout-out. I have to, just because right now, Virginia has more downloads than Oklahoma. And so I know, I know. And it's, it's, it's by, I think, 20. So oh, Oklahomans. Join hands. No, put your hands in the air like Goku and Dragon Ball Z and send. Well, actually, just go to your phone and go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review, and then play the episode. That really works. But Virginia, thank you guys. For the last four months, they have been competing back and forth with Oklahoma. Texas is doing a great job. California, New York, uh, Missouri, Louisiana, Florida stepped up their game. Illinois, uh, Washington has... Washington has a high number for all the podcasts that I'm on. So thank you, Washington. But I really do thank Virginia for stepping up their game. They really enjoy the show. They leave comments. They leave feedback. And everybody else who listens to the show, uh, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. So thank you so much. Um, so we're going to wrap up this show with the firefighter. <laughs> Calendar's coming in the next three weeks. Yeah. Okay, there yeah. we go. So, how many out of the count? How many months are you going to be? Are you just going to be one? What What would be your ideal month for the calendar? Oh man, I'd say. Well, there's two months. Okay, what two months? I got to do March because okay. that's my birthday. birthday. So, I, you know, it's I got a gotta present make it for you. Exactly, yeah. it's for me. Yeah, it's for my personal wallet. So I okay. can just open it up and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. That's me, baby." And then July. July, okay. Okay, that's not bad. I, was, yeah. I thought you were going to like say December, my birthday month, but whatever. You're just coming on my show. <laughs> oh, man. What, what, why July? You just love... I love America. There we and go. And I love the people that protect it. Oh. Okay, so what would you... like? Because this, this is a, a clothes calendar, right? Well, we, we can make it partial. Okay, well, I, I might not want to know now. Well, no, we can cover certain okay. things. Yes, okay. absolutely. So what would you use to cover certain things in July? In July. Because would you use the flag? Or would oh, you use man. a teddy bear with the Uncle Sam hat? I would actually use a teddy bear. Okay. I don't know if I could do the flag because I don't know if that would be like, disrespectful. disrespectful. I know, that's what I was thinking. So I was like, like oh, ah. man, I can't do that. But, and then, you know, if the picture's wrong, it could show a shadow. Okay. So I don't want to do that. There we go. You, you don't know? want to scare people. I don't want to scare them. Yeah, that's so, the only thing. So the teddy bear is it's cute, it's friendly, yeah. it's inviting. Exactly. And what about your birthday month? A clover, a four leaf clover. Okay. Yeah. That's Giant four leaf clover. And I and I may actually be holding one, the jaws of life in one hand, and then the the clippers in the other. Oh. And just be like, what's up? Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like absolutely. That. You, you heard it here first, ladies. <laughs> this man. <laughs> May only be 23 years old, but he has the the central prowess <laughs> of a more educated, sophisticated man. We'll just say that. <laughs> well, that sounds perfect. <laughs> um, is there anything? I, well, I know we wanted to talk about something else before we get you out of here. It was people pulling over for emergency vehicles. Because yeah. I've seen this time and time again. And my, I have a, and you know what? We're going to go into it right now. Shot of a bitch of the week. Yeah. Somebody better give him a call and place that son of a bitch under arrest. <laughs> so this is my segment. I always have a problem with Oklahoma drivers. Drivers mm-hmm. anywhere piss me off. But here, they don't get over. You have people whipping in and out of traffic. So the people that do not pull over, you're a son of a bitch. That's, from, that's straight from Ty. So what, what do we want to discuss with these people? What do we want to educate them on so they're not so much a fucking asshole? Right. Well, you know, in, in today's society, it's actually... It's getting harder for us to be able to get through traffic. One, there's so many more people. Yep. Our Oklahoma City here is getting more and more and more populated. Um, you know, everywhere surrounding more Norman. Especially Edmund. with the cost of living here. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot cheaper to live here. And it's just so much more is being built here. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said, too, technology itself, you know, vehicles, it's so much harder for them to actually hear that there's an incoming uh, emergency vehicle. Mm. Um, so some, you know, with like the, you know, the brand new trucks and SUVs, they're almost soundproof and you can get in those things and you can't even hear anything that's going on outside. And then, you know, especially people like me, I love listening to my radio. So 
when you add all that in, it's really hard to actually hear something coming. Um, but shouldn't these motherfuckers be using their mirrors? Oh, yeah. Right, I check. And <clears throat> yeah. you'll have people head down near where their where their crotch is looking at their phone. Mm-hmm. And it's like praying to Jesus, I hope, that they're not going to hit somebody. Yeah. And that's what actually really gets us is you know, there's people that are always texting. And I, I for me, I can't text and drive. Mm-hmm. I just physically I cannot. <laughs> yeah. I will get too distracted and I know that I will veer off the road. Um, but. It's just it's getting so common, like yeah. teenagers especially, um, even older people. It's just yeah, so literally. common to have your phone right here. And I've even seen most of the time it's like you got your phone right here on top of the steering wheel and you're driving. Oh. So you think that you're looking, but you're really you're not. You're looking straight into your phone, into death. Exactly. That's what you're and it's like, what are you doing? It's not even making it any better. Because uh, people are they're, idiots. They're horrible. But um, our thing is, is there's people that see us. And they try and beat us, and it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you know, if I see any kind of flashing lights, I'm going to pull over. <laughs> and I hate when people like there'll be a row of cars and they could slow down and pull over sooner, but they want to be up on that bumper, so that makes you look like the asshole. Like right. what the fuck? And I have to speed up and get over. Right. And you know, for a lot of people, they don't understand. They think, you know, whenever I go up to somebody and say, "Yeah, I'm a firefighter," because they're asking or they're a police officer, EMS, like, oh, cool, so you get to run through red lights and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's fun, like, the first couple times. Yeah, and then after that. But, the yeah, after that, it's like, it's actually pretty nerve-wracking sometimes because you don't know what's going to happen. Well, you don't know what people... Who's going to try to speed through and nobody's fucking respectful anymore? Exactly. Nobody nobody respects the the idea of emergencies. It's actually an inconvenience to people, which it always has been and always will be, yeah. you know. But for us, you know... We, we try we try our best to include it in like public outings that we do um about the importance of pulling over you know we usually use like severe things but it's everyday things that happen you know we're like what if your mother or your brother or your girlfriend wife husband whatever it is is having a heart attack and they go unresponsive well now we're on our way it already takes about 5 minutes for them to get the call and actually dispatch it, dispatch us out yeah and then now you got to include how long it actually takes to get there. Well, you know, if somebody's not breathing, every second counts. Yeah. Every second, no matter what. And the importance of just being able to just pull over for 10 seconds or just stop where you're at. Don't like if you're at an intersection and it says go and you see our sirens or you you see our lights and you hear our sirens, just stop. Don't move. Let us get around you. And if we're behind you and we need you to move, move the move. fuck over. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We're not going to harm you. We're not going to hit you. Like you guys you know? get out of the truck and beat the shit out of somebody <laughs> and drive off. <laughs> exactly. We're not going to do that. We're just we're trying to get to the person that called 911 because they are having the worst day of their life. And you never know. Sometimes it could be the that, that exact emergency could be who you're going to. And mm-hmm. you just have no idea what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then we always put that back. It's probably a family member. It's probably a friend. You don't know where we're going. We just need to get there. As soon yeah. as possible. You know, we, we don't like being inconvenienced. We don't like running emergencies. We don't like running through those intersections because it is dangerous. It it really is. And for me, it still is. It's yeah. scary. I don't like doing it, um, especially more blinded areas that you can't see. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just it's really it gets really frustrating whenever you get somebody that's trying to beat you, which is one very dangerous mm-hmm. and very selfish. And just it puts other people in danger, too. You yeah. know, when you try and race an emergency vehicle, now you're going out of control. Now you're speeding up. Now you're doing this. Now you're dangering everybody else. So yeah. don't do that. And uh, people are always confused. And I thought it was pretty common sense, but I guess it's not. Pull over to the right. Mm-hmm. Don't pull over to the left. Yeah. Don't stop in the middle of a road and expect us to go around you. That just puts us in danger. That just puts us going over more obstacles, trying to figure out, okay, what is this person doing? Yeah. Just pull over to the right and stop. You're fucking fueling my rage right now. But, <laughs> but I mean, I, I question myself all the time. Do these motherfuckers know how to drive? Did you take a test? And I yeah. was actually debating with uh, Kayla Collins mm-hmm. if people had to take a test online now. Like, they didn't have to go and do any of that shit. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, ridiculous. It's it's horrible. And then, actually, I get a more common one is, what do we do when we're on the highway? 
when we see an emergency vehicle. Now that's more lenient because a lot of people really don't know what to do. Yeah. Just open up the left lane, mm-hmm. open it up, get out of our way. And then also if we're trying to get over, let us over because we need to get off on that ramp, Yeah. whatever it is. And if you're on the ramp and if it's just one lane, keep going. And mm-hmm. when you get on the highway, let us, you know, let us pass you. Yeah. Don't endanger yourself. Don't make it complicated. Just make it common sense. Yeah. You know, don't <laughs> don't make it too complicated. Just, you know, when you can on that situation, let us buy. I I feel like one day I'm just going to see somebody like like a fire truck behind. They don't know what to do. They're just going to get out and let their car keep going and just run <laughs> over to the side. Because yeah. that's how I feel people are. They're just well, and you I know, love people. but Oh, I do too. But, but you know, at the same time, you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, and it and it really and it also spikes us the fact we we have about about a hundred thousand emergency vehicle responding uh, wrecks a year, and so yeah. when you put all that together, you know that's a lot of that's a lot of emergencies that people aren't getting to exactly. So, yeah. Because once we get into a wreck, we're done. Now they have to call somebody else. Now they have to ask for additional help. Now you have another emergency. Now that you guys are hit, yeah. you know there's. There's a lot of things. I mean, even a simple car can tip over a fire truck, See, hitting it on its side. It's, See, I don't know if I could be a firefighter now and be like, you just fucking killed somebody. <laughs> piece of shit. It make them feel bad. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, people don't understand the mechanics of things or they don't understand the emergency. And this is why we have – this is – Oklahoma's favorite podcast, mm-hmm. the Elijah Bailey Show. So this is a place where they can come and actually find out and learn about that and then fucking utilize it. Yes. I had to emphasize that because some <laughs> of you people are like, oh, I learned this today, and then still be fucking right in front of the truck. Like, they're going left, I'm going left, they're going right. Right. But you want to, if, if it, anything at all, contribute something to your, to, not to yeah. your life, but, you know, help out somebody yeah. else in need. And then you can even put it this way, exactly like that. I'm helping somebody by letting them buy. Yep. It's it's really one of those little things. You could be somebody's hero, you know, just because you pulled over. They'll never recognize you. They'll never even know you did it, but exactly. you did it, you yep. know. But your heart knows, you exactly. know, so that's what you actually don't. really counts. And and if you wanted to, you could take a picture of the fire truck or mm-hmm. the ambulance in your Snapchat or Instagram and right. say, I just saved somebody. You yeah. could take that for yourself because you contributed to help. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't really do anything but move over but still we appreciate it right so. oh and then also if you see a wreck mm-hmm. on the road don't lollygag around it yeah trying to sit there and, and look yeah especially if you're that. on the highway on the other side uh, of the highway don't look that, you guys are endangering everybody else that happened and i was like why the fuck is this backed up and it was on the complete other side and i was mm-hmm. like what the fuck there's, there's no reason i was so pissed i was like why are we going slow i'm, I'm late i have to pick up this student to get them to practice and now i'm late because you guys are looking at bull you know yeah just bullshitting around looking at trying to figure out what happened being fucking nosy yeah and it, yeah. it happens all the time people will get in serious accidents because they're looking on the other side of the highway at an accident that's already happening and at the same time people that are on that same highway People are getting distracted. They're like, oh, what's, what's going on? And then they're like looking over here. They're trying to see what's going yeah. on. Next thing you know, they're smacking oh. into a fire truck or mm. ambulance or police vehicle or striking one of them. You know, it happens yeah. all the time. And it's, it's scary. It really is. It's fucking crazy. Stupid people. It really is. Now, before we go, we were talking about this before the show and didn't mention it. I got bit by my dog. Yes. Because we were talking about my hand. And I have uh, uh, a little cut on my, my right thumb. I don't think anything on my right form, but on my left hand, fucking looks like Freddy Cougar scratched the back of my hand. And then my ball, my dog, Vader, Lord Vader, bit through my hand in between my index finger and my thumb. It was just one of his canines went through. And on the back side, one of his smaller teeth kind of punctured a little bit. Like you can see, you can see the white meat, but um, it wasn't. It wasn't towards me. Mm-hmm. The accident happened. Like him and Chewie got into a fight over a toy, which I keep on telling my wife we need to take him to get trained because he's too aggressive on toys. Like food, treats, all that other shit, fine. Mm-hmm. And they can drink out of the same bowl, eat out of the same bowl. They can lay on each other. But when it comes to toys, and this is why, again, I think he was the only dog and wasn't socialized well. He he, so he wanted to play with me and not have Chewie and Kylo grabbing the rope. So he bit through. And it's fine. I mean, I'm going to go see if they need to stitch it or whatever. Whatever they need to do. Antibiotics I know I need. Otherwise, I'll get an infection. But he's had all his shots. But I got bit through the hand. And 
then I went to watch Suicide Squad and play <laughs> games last night. How else are you going to get over it? Exactly. You know, maybe some, some popcorn, beer. maybe ice cream. Ooh. Yeah. Chocolate uh, chip cookie dough ice cream. You speak to my heart. Hey, won, won the fucking calendar. Now the ice cream. <laughs> uh, I think we're soulmates. Hey, there we go. There we go. There we go. That's just it. Yeah. So thank you for coming on the yeah, show. Absolutely. The, the I, firefighter. Yeah. Okay. The firefighter. There we go. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, I want to ask something of everybody, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have two friends right now um, talking about me being a hero. Mm-hmm. These guys are real heroes right here. Um, these guys are U.S. Marines, mm-hmm. and they're actually being shipped out in two weeks. And I actually just got the phone call yesterday. And one of them has been my best friend since about three years old. Yeah. So we're pretty much brothers, inseparable. He's a couple years older than me, uh, but he's always been there for me. Mm-hmm. And um, he is just now being able to go on tour, and he's actually going on tour for a year and a half. Mm, So it's actually going to be very, very difficult Mm -hmm. and hard not to have him around. Um, I spent most of yesterday just kind of like contemplating, why? Why is this happening? Why why is this all going on? Um, Just knowing that he's protecting us. But, you know, just keep those guys in your prayers. Mm -hmm. Um, They really need it. They, They love what they're doing. Now, some of them, you know, they have to do what they have to do. And, you know, it's, it's the same thing with us. We got to do what we got to do. We don't yeah. always like having to do it. Um, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. And, you know, you know, we're trained to do it. So, and that's what these guys are there for. They're here to protect our borders, to save, you know, save our lives from other people coming over and harming us, yeah. you know. So just keep those guys in prayer. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of people getting shipped out. You know, in this time and age, yeah. it's not a good time to be going anywhere. Going anywhere at all. Um, I don't exactly remember where they're going, mm-hmm. um, but it's not. It's still not a good. It's not a good situation. It's not a good situation, and uh, he's actually pretty intimidated. He's 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 happy that he gets to go on tour, which most people are on their first go around. Uh, but he did. And he talked to me, and I'm not going to say his name just because. He doesn't want to get embarrassed, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he is pretty intimidated. He's pretty scared. Um, doesn't know, you know, with the leadership that we have now and everything that's going yeah. on that he just doesn't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And with him being gone for over a year, it's, it's yeah, hard yeah, for yeah. everybody that's yeah, been that's around. A long time, yeah. It's a very long time. So just keep them, you know, in your prayers. Oh, they yeah. need it. They need it so much just like yeah. we do, but they need it. And if you guys want to, uh, Send the email. That way I could send you the emails if they're keeping them in the prayers or if they had something that they wanted to say. Then, I mean, yeah. go ahead and do that because if, yeah. we appreciate their service. Yeah, and if you ever want to send something, I I have a couple of my friends or a few of my or, friends. Do you want to give everything. them your info so they can send it to you? Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, drop your, yeah. Drop your info. Uh, yeah, you guys can email me or mail me, whatever. If you guys want to send a letter, I send it to them. Um or even if you just want to say something to me, I yeah. like that too. <laughs> uh, my email is tykoppel at gmail.com. But yeah. and Just send, don't stalk me. Well, I mean, <laughs> now that you said that, we, yeah. we have to now. Well, I have guns, so. Okay. Well, now that you said that, we don't have to. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't have to. <laughs> and a cop lives right across the street, and he's a very good friend of mine. See, and He always watches my house, so. Can, you're like the uh, Oklahoma Batman. The Oklahoma Contingencies Batman. upon contingencies upon contingencies. <laughs> You but know, I've never watched Batman. Read the comic? No. Oh, okay, I got something for you. You, you have to. Even uh, I just wrote an article for MyFancySportsTalk.com, uh, Moon Knight vs. Batman. You, mm-hmm. could leave, you could read that, and that'll give you the gist from 19, uh, 1930s up until now. Yeah, so, that sounds then, awesome. Then we'll get you caught up. We'll have to do that, because I've never been, like... Into comics? Into Marvel, like, uh, superheroes or anything like that. I just never have. Dude. I don't know why. I, I know my mom watched Superman. That's her favorite. She hates Batman. That's probably why I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. Man. I she's guess super. He, okay. He's too dark, I guess, for her. Yeah. So, which I don't understand because she's Mexican. We're dark. <laughs> so you know, I just I don't get it. Uh, but I don't know why. I just never really got into all that. Okay. Same thing with cars. That's really did, weird. Could you hear us out there? We were talking. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I had no idea what you guys were talking about. Yeah, Black Manta. He's uh, <laughs> Aquaman, another person in, in the realm of Batman. Yeah, Batman, Superman, Aquaman, mm-hmm. all from DC. And then Marvel, uh, Iron Man, the Hulk, Wolverine, those will be Marvels. But yeah, yeah, we'll get you caught up. Absolutely. It's, so uh, you just heard it here um, 
first. I mean, really, because you haven't been on any other podcast, have you? No, I haven't. Ah, first time. Firefighter Ty is here. He lit up the. He he set us on fire. That's what <laughs> set the mic on fire. Uh, you got his email address. You got his address. You can send letters to him or to his friends, and and you can send those over to them, right? The letters. Will you be able uh, to? Yes. Or? Okay. Yes. Um, just I I'll probably send them out every month. Like once okay. a month, at the end of every month. So if they all want to send something, you just send it to that address. Or if you want to email something to me and print it out, let me print it out. Yeah. I can do that too. Yeah. Um, but I do, I'll do. i probably send it out at the end of every month, and it'll take another month probably to, to get, get to, to them. them. So um, if we do that every month, then they'll be able to get something, just letters of love. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just letters of love. That's what they need. Yeah. And sometimes that's all we need too, mm-hmm. um, just Somebody to pat us on the back or somebody just to know that there's people thinking about us is what actually keeps us going. going yeah. So it's one of those things that it's just there's nothing better than just being kind to somebody or exactly. just loving somebody just because, kill them you with know, kindness. yeah, kill them. There you go. Is that Ariana? I don't or, know. I don't know. Who, I don't know. I keep hearing the song. I don't know anybody on there. I, I don't either. I just I just remember that phrase. The only distinct <laughs> voice that I can know is Nicki Minaj. Oh yeah. That's yeah. the only voice I can be like, okay, rah, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's Nicki. Yeah. And and now she's never coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Nick. You can come on here. It's, yeah. You're, you're this a is a nice little cool environment here at Black yeah. Studios. Yeah, so. it is. It is. Uh, before we get out, I want to give a shout out to again some of our biggest supporters. The Extraordinary Journey of a Black Nerd group on Facebook, Podcasting Smarter with Jennifer Crawford and all the other podcasters around the globe that are coming together to help not only me and Richard be better podcasters, but we can add some advice to them. And they're giving us all the input and all the latest news on podcasts. Also, the OKC podcast community, thank you guys for being um just amazing uh, i went out to free comic book day on the 6th so yesterday and i ran in and i was able to be i don't know caleb haldane might cut me out but i was able to be on a uh, podcast with nick johnson caleb haldane uh robbie and vinton uh, also the okie geek podcast was there i mean there was a lot of different okc podcasts and it was it was amazing but also black nerd squad black nerd problems my Fantasy Sports Talk, where I am a writer of all things comics and entertainment. And again, Podbeam, we have to thank you for everything that you do here for the show. So, guys, make sure to go out and support these groups. Make sure to follow us on Podbeam. Hit that heart button to show us a little bit of love. And then iTunes, like I said earlier, subscribe, rate, review. You can leave your comments, concerns, or you can send your emails. Now, before I give you the details on the Elijah Bailey Show, Richard is not here. So, for all the information about Blacken Studios, if you want to be a part of the Blacken family, go to Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, or Instagram at Blacken Studios and send your emails to podcast at blackenstudios.com. For the Elijah Bailey Show, send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show without the W, that's S H O. Hit us up on our Facebook page, Elijah Bailey Show, and follow the Snapchat. Again, Elijah Bailey Show without the W. We're looking for sponsorships and affiliated partnerships with Crunchyroll at this time and also Ripped Apparel. I just ordered a Cowboy Bebop uh, CU uh, Space Cowboy shirt from Ripped Apparel in nice. the middle of the show. So hopefully they hear this <laughs> and nice. go ahead and sponsor us. But last but not least, when you're on the blackenstudio.com page, if you're going to buy something to Amazon, click on our Amazon link. That button will take you straight to Amazon. Anything you buy is not going to cost you extra, but it will give the studio a little bit of a kickback so we can purchase better equipment and keep providing you with amazing audio quality. So, And then amazing stars. Yes. Man. There we go. There, there we go. go. Hey, I got to end it off on a good quote. Okay. Let's get these people some love, right? Okay. All right. Not every day is going to offer us a chance to save somebody's life, but... Every day offers us an opportunity to affect one. Just keep that in mind. Yes. You don't have to be a firefighter. You don't have to be a police officer. You don't have to be somebody up there or somebody that, you know, whatever they're doing to be a hero or just to love somebody. You just yeah. got to be kind to somebody. Exactly. Even smiling at somebody in the gym. Yes. That's what I do. And they yes. pe- think people think I'm weird. But you know what? I like it. You're it warms a good my, vibe. It does. It you warms know? you up for the, for the exercise. And then I attempt something. I fail. And he smiled at me. I'm like, man, he's making fun of me. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, it does. Well, I will, but, it, you know. <laughs> it, changes, it changes the environment. It really so does. be the best self that you can be. Absolutely. That's what that quote is about. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Ty, for coming on the show. Absolutely. 
Thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Oh man, I, we got to have you back, and we got to have Let's you on Hoya the Warrior Way podcast and Superpower Movie podcast, so we can talk comics and get you into the world. I'm uh, gonna be so lost, but I will definitely <laughs> try my best. What about anime? You watch any anime? Uh uh-uh. uh We'll have you on a little bit of anime as well. Man, I'm just gonna be so lost. Right, well, you're gonna be a podcaster by the end of it. Oh man, it's like four podcasts right there. There, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, this has been an amazing episode. Uh. What will happen is we didn't get to do the DBS segment today on the show. So what you guys can do, we'll put it on Patreon for free. But it'll it'll come out with this episode early. So the people that are paying and subscribing on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show. When you subscribe and you get episode 76 early, you will also see me and Richard's uh, DBS segment talk about episode 89, Master Roshi, Tien Shinhan versus Goku, and see how that plays down to lead into the Tournament of Power. So again, thank you, Ty. That sounds so thrilling. Oh, it is. But you're welcome. <laughs> sounds so cool. But I, I have no I, idea what that is. I just see like fire coming out of people's hands. It's probably like dude, Pokemon yo, in me. Stay, hey, you stick with me, kid. I'll lead you places. Hey, awesome. <laughs> and then you're welcome. I love I love coming up on here. It was awesome. It's nice. So you I'm black now. Yes, yes, you are. You're gotta, part of black, and now yeah, you're black. I'm just gonna go tan a little bit and then uh, get it all. Get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this has been Elijah Bailey, and I will catch your ass in the next podcast. Hey everyone, this is Elijah Bailey back at the end of the show, giving you everything that you want and need to know. So let's hit things off very quickly, very nicely with Podcast of the Week. Podcast of the Week is Above It All with Norman Lear. Such a great show. Only three episodes out right now, but the episode with Amy Poehler was phenomenal. You can find this on iTunes, so make sure to go subscribe, rate and review just like you do the Elijah Bailey Show. Cosplay of the Week comes from a man that has done it all. The Human Torch, Sandman, Spider-Man, the Scarlet Spider, Robin, you name it, he's done it at Havoc Cosplay. Make sure to follow and find him on Instagram and Facebook at H-A-V-O-K-C-O-S-P-L-A-Y. Manga of the Month is Blue Exorcist. If you want to know how the sons of the devil make it as they are exorcists themselves, find out by going to the description of the show Click on that and it'll take you directly to the manga. Anime of the month is Prince of Tennis. Now, if you love tennis or you love sports anime, this is for you. Action, drama, tennis balls going back and forth, crazy-ass techniques. Go to the description along with manga of the month and you can click that button and it'll take you straight to where you can find Prince of Tennis. Thank you, guys. This is Elijah Bailey, and I will catch your ass in the next podcast.